Hey guys, welcome back to Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all naked people. So <laughs> today we are welcoming the beautiful, the one and only Karina Riviera. Say hello. Hi everyone. <laughs> so excited to see you. So we've known each other for like quite some time. We probably haven't seen each other, what you said, 11 years. 11 years. <laughs> so Since like school days. So we know each other through there, but then I didn't know that you were a fellow sex worker i totally laid it on you I know. last month <laughs> i was like what the fuck so i'm like okay well obviously you have to come on the show so but yes what what do you do what type of sex work do you do do you want to define that for the audience yeah so i primarily do escorting and i'm a plus size girl so i'm like in the bbw niche yes <laughs> yes 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 so this is all this episode is all about well one escorting and two being in that plus size category and the differences between you know i guess like smaller bodied people and stuff yeah. and like the stigma behind that because there is a, obviously a lot of stigma which i'm sure we're going to go into that later so but yeah can we start about how you started escorting because like this is all a surprise to me like <laughs> <laughs> i know like definitely like you know back in the day when i like knew you very well like i never thought of myself ever going into this like and i was like terrified to even sleep with new men right because yeah. like for me, it was, like, the body insecurity, right? Like, as a bigger girl, like, oh, guys are not going to like me, whatever, right? So, kind of fast forward, July 2018. Okay. That's when I got my, like, first, like, taste, or <laughs> taste <laughs> of this world. Like, I was um, getting over a breakup, and I had a girlfriend that was doing this line of work, mm-hmm. and... She was a sweetheart, you know, hanging out with me and and dealing with my crying mess. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just like, okay, let me see if I can get some work. And she turns on her work phone. And, like, one of the first messages pops up. She's like, "Um, this guy wants another girl. Do you want to do a call with me? (laughs) And I was freaking out. I'm like, I don't know if I should. This is kind of scary. But, okay, what else am I going to do? So I do this call with her. And it was like... So wait, can you define call? So uh, so we did a... (laughs) We went to see a client. It was okay. a new client. So that's what it's called. Call. Okay. Booking call appointments. <laughs> I don't know the lingo. Escorting is a totally different world than stripping. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so we okay, cool. went We went to Chilliwack. Chilliwack? <laughs> Holy fuck. Bum yeah. fuck Chilliwack. Okay, okay. Guys, if you're not from the lower mainland, or you're not from Vancouver, Chilliwack is like a good, solid, like, what, 45 minute drive from Earth an Hour? Oh, God. <laughs> from here? Like, Abbotsford for me and Burnaby is, like, like 40 minutes. <laughs> Look at your face. You're just like, oh, my God. Okay, but mind you, I was living in the Abbotsford area at that time. So oh, okay, okay, okay. Literally, Chilliwack was, like, 20 minutes away. Okay, so that's, yeah, reasonable. So like, we go to this guy's... Commitment. <laughs> we go to this guy's basement house, and he's drunk and weird, and it was a really weird experience. Oh, my God. And I didn't know if I liked this and whatever. I was like, okay, this was, like, easy money. Yeah. And and then she gets another call from a regular that's having this party in a mansion. Oh my god. In Kitsilano. And he's like, I need girls. Send me girls. And she's like, Well, I have one right with me, so let's go. <laughs> this and is I was the same like, night? This is the same night. Now oh at this point it's like two in the morning. <laughs> so you went from like zero to fucking one hundred. <laughs> Straight up. So oh we show up there, we both got like a certain amount just to show up. Yeah. And then it was just like paid for each guy like I walked oh. out with a hell of a lot of money oh my god and I'm yeah. like this is the world like this is what I had been missing out on like and it was exhilarating total adrenaline so that was like my first <laughs> night oh my of god. unexpectedly doing this line of work wild <laughs> so wild oh my gosh this is not the story I expected <laughs> <laughs> I know oh my god and from that point like I didn't really do the escorting uh-huh. I kind of did it here once in a while with her because I wasn't really comfortable to do any bookings by myself and then it started to get a lot more fun explain define <laughs> fun <laughs> well I was dating at the same time 
so like I was having these one night stands that were just like whatever. Yeah. And like now I get one night stands and you get with more benefits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have this skewed approach too when it comes to dating. I'm just like, why the fuck am I going on this date when I'm like not getting paid for it? Right? <laughs> That's so like a whole other like topic. Oh, we can get into that <laughs> later too. <laughs> but actually, we we'll get into it now. So you were dating at the time, just casually, or looking for something serious, or I always look for something more serious. Mm-hmm. I've never been like the casual type. If I'm going to be intimate with someone, I kind of want some kind of relationship. Yeah, me too. And not just to be used in a way, which a lot of the time I was just yeah. used in this dating world. Totally. And it's kind of like, I have no problem you using me if I get paid, right? Yeah. So it's like, this is the perfect, perfect role. So yeah, I was dating, I don't know, not having a good time dating. Yeah. Dating sucks in the city. Everyone <laughs> says that like, and I so agree. Started. Yeah. <laughs> that's another, that's another topic <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> so you're not having a good time. So then you just decided to maybe start to pursue this full-time. Were you working at the same time as well? Or, like, dabbling? Yeah, when I, when I first was, like, dabbling into it, yeah, I had a full-time job, and, like, I was working a lot of overtime. So it was just, like, a normal sales office job, mm-hmm. right? I didn't have a set schedule, so I could be working any day of the week. Really, <laughs> a 7, late, latest 10. Like, really, I had no life. Yeah. I could not make plans. Oh, my God. No vacations. Oh, my like, God. I can't. <laughs> I know. Looking back, I'm like, how did I survive? <laughs> okay, so then, like, when did, when was the point where you decided that, okay, I'm going to quit my full-time job and pursue escorting full-time? I saw the benefits of the money, and... I kind of built a clientele of regulars and a lot of them wanted me during the times I was working. Right. So I'm like, here I am missing out on money. Yeah. And like, I do enjoy the escort part. I'm like, okay, let me try it out. So I quit my job actually one year ago. Oh yeah. Like February 1st is my, my anniversary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my full-time wow, anniversary. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Getting to the dark side. <laughs> I know. Was it terrifying for you though? From transitioning, you know, from working full-time, you know, muggle job, to working in sex work? Um, it, it was only terrifying just because you can't really bank on, like, the fact that you'll make money every single day. Mm-hmm. It varies, right? And I went, and I wasn't working full-time at that point, right? I was right. just working a few weekends here and there. Yeah. Or, like, I'll I'd get a room for a couple nights during the week. So it's very sporadic. So, yeah. And, you know, sometimes you don't make money. And sometimes you make a hell of a lot of money. It's, yeah. it's so random, right? So it was scary because I didn't know what it would be like doing this every single day. And I was like, okay, am I going to get like be able to afford my rent? Yeah. And like, it's scary. But like, honestly, I'm glad I, I just did it because it's the best decision of my life. <laughs> like, honestly, this past year has probably been one of my best years. And it was the best way to move forward from my breakup. Yeah, totally. Making bank, get dick. <laughs> it's right? Great. <laughs> it's great. Oh my gosh. Well, okay, there's so many questions I have here. So in terms of finding your regular clients, how do you market yourself and how do you do that? And how do you ensure your safety? There's so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. Um, <laughs> well, I advertise on the different like escort websites mm-hmm. and in terms of marketing that was scary for me because I didn't know how long I was going to do this for after that first eventful night I'm like <laughs> let, me put, let me put an ad up but I used fake photos oh really well I didn't know how long I'd do this for I'm like yeah. I don't want to show my body what if someone recognizes me like yeah I don't want to be pinned in the, as an escort and so I just kind of like some photos and did close-ups right so it doesn't really look like I'm someone yeah and so I started like that and I was like afraid that like oh well what if I show my body I'm not gonna you know get clients wanting to see me right it was like that body image thing because I was just unsure and like the more like when I was starting to see clients like I could see like wow okay these guys like how I look yeah so totally I should start using my real photos yeah so I was gonna ask like if you're not using your own photos like were people ever disappointed to be like hey you're not the girl in the photo that's not what was advertised I want my money back or like blah blah, blah. like I want a <laughs> refund or who's that chick you know <laughs> 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 definitely like 
some people be like, that's a fake photo. And I just like, whatever, right? But a lot of them would be like, oh my God, you look so much better than your photo. <laughs> See? <laughs> so I was like, okay, that kind of gave me the confidence to start showcasing, my, showcasing myself. Yeah. And it was a good idea. Very good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shout out <you> the compliments. <laughs> um, but yeah, like a lot of girls in the industry, well, I don't know if they're proper escorts or what, or just scammers, but... Oh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I mean, like if you go look on these websites where the escort ads are, yeah. there are a lot of fake photos. Oh. And guys get scammed a lot, right? So, oh, so it is kind of normal for people to do that, I guess, to protect your identity or who knows? I guess like I think more so those people just want clients in the door. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like, whereas like me, I just didn't want to be recognized. Like, I'm, like, I'm just like, oh, I'll just do this for a month or two. Right. Because like once those photos are up, they're up there forever. Yeah. Forever. And I know this because I used real photos once, you know, yeah. back Back in my last relationship when we were in open, and I kind of got inspired by you. Oh, really? <laughs> what did you Because you were, you were like all in the sugar daddy scene oh, like yeah. years ago. And, That's a long time ago. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of like mentioned this open thing to my boyfriend at the time. I'm like, let's just try this out. And I was thinking like, well, sexually, I'm like super satisfied with just him. Yeah. And like, if I'm going to play and like be disappointed, I might as well get paid. Yeah. That was my mentality. So then I was like (laughs) seeking out sugar daddies. So yeah, they are permanently everywhere with my face. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was seeking out sugar daddies. (laughs) (laughs) Me being like so sheltered, I had no idea about anything, right? So I'm just like, you know, like, let me put it up an ad thinking I'll just delete it after. No, it's there forever. You can't get rid of that shit? I don't think so. Honestly, I haven't tried to look. Like, I can barely remember. (laughs) Exactly, seriously. It just never goes away. (laughs) Holy shit. Are you serious? Okay, so you can't. Yeah, no. Oh, shit. So, like, unless you know, like, the keywords I put into this website, and I don't even recall this website, but, like... (laughs) And that shit's still up there. Oh, probably. I haven't tried looking because honestly, I don't remember. But yeah, it's up there. Oh so yeah, God. back to the point. Yeah. The fake photos. I turned, I moved into the, the real because yeah, I didn't want people being disappointed. I wanted to showcase exactly how I am. Yeah. There's like... This is what you're getting. The real expectations, right? Yeah, for sure. So many things I want to talk about there. Okay. Where do, which one do I start with? Okay, why don't we... Um, talk about you know when you were in that open relationship yeah was that the one was that the heartbreak one and then you got into it oh he wasn't really down with the open relationship or you guys tried it and it just didn't really work it was just an experience with just okay the relationship itself didn't work out okay so that's separate it's not because oh no it's not because okay that's good at least i mean yeah shitty i mean like that relationship definitely opened my mind to the idea of sex work and like being okay with it and just like everything that comes along with sex work mm-hmm. in terms of like fetishes or yeah. the different desires men have so i think if it wasn't for that relationship i definitely would not be doing this really so you i don't him, think so you have no. them, him to think a little bit i have the experience not him because <laughs> <laughs> we like we did like a lot of like the swinger stuff oh yeah like, no i did see you at a party mm-hmm. so oh yeah, the, yeah yes yes that was that was like a year ago did you have much experience or did you have much success when you were sugaring? I had. <laughs> it, it was. Um, Hit and miss. I had like two sugar daddies, but okay, it was like not really sugar. Like More it was Splenda? like. Mm, it was like, here's a hundred dollars and let's hang out for five hours. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my fucking god. No. <laughs> My heart hurts for that. Oh, my soul. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So, yeah, like, <laughs> that's a thing. That's a but thing. I mean, like, okay, so I'm like, I'm trying out playing with other men while, like, my boyfriend at the time has fun doing whatever he wants. And honestly, like, I didn't know, like, you know, what the prices were and just, like, well, I just took whatever offers I got and, like, okay, yeah. let me try it out. And it was, like, a way to kind of, like, 
start, I guess, having fun with other men yeah. and experience other men because from like up to that point, I had only been with like two, three guys in my life. Right? Yeah. I've always been in like super long relationships. So it was like nerve wracking for me. Well, it is scary too. And I'm not like a one night stand kind of person. Although, exactly. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes, like exception you know. to the rule. <laughs> <laughs> like in Europe, but anyways. Um, <laughs> how can you not, though? I mean, oh my god, Europe was like insane. <laughs> and then the sugar daddy scene there was, was good. Was good. And small. Oh my gosh. Okay, we have to go on a tangent because. <laughs> Because you ran into a sugar daddy, you said. Oh, <laughs> when you were on vacation. Yes! <laughs> so, so I totally, like, I totally forget about that website until you pop it up on your Instagram. I'm yeah. like, man, I've been in Europe how many times this past year, and why have I not logged in? Right? Like, I could have been <laughs> being wined and dined, and I'm not. So, you inspired me again <laughs> to log into my <laughs> seeking arrangement. And I was in Croatia at the time. And I'm just like, oh, scoping it out. And there's like this one guy that's like always on that main diamond. Thing, member, the diamond right? profile. And I saw his profile too. <laughs> so, I'm having like a really nice dinner with some family. I see like across the way from me this like gentleman with a perfect English accent with this beautiful Eastern European girl who has an accent and I just like look at them I'm like hmm she looks like an escort like 100% and it's like the way they're interacting next day comes and I'm you know logging to my seeking arrangement <laughs> and I see that this diamond profile I'm like no this is the guy that was on a date at the yeah. restaurant yeah <laughs> like very what? distinctive look too distinctive, distinctive. yes <laughs> like you don't see that kind of guy in croatia at all no like you would recognize him he doesn't look croatian and it's so funny that you <laughs> saw him too yeah it's crazy <laughs> and when i was in dubrovnik it was nuts i was just talking with people and stuff like that like trying to get people whatever and i'm sitting in this like tiny little like kodoba konoba konoba yeah so i was in a konoba is right in front of my Airbnb that I was renting. And I'd go there because, like, all the places in Dubrovnik, a lot of them are closed because I'm there mm-hmm. in the off-season. And I'm sitting there having lunch. I'm leaving in a few hours. And this guy I was messaging sits down beside me. So he recognized he you. He recognized me. And he's like, excuse me, like, are you S? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And this guy is from like California. Oh my god! Visiting, yeah, he's Croatian, and he was there too. But and he wanted to drive me to where was it? Bosnia, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I'm okay. Hmm, yeah, but he's like, oh, if you're in the Bay Area, like, let me know, blah blah blah. I'm like, we'll talk. <laughs> wow, the world is so fucking small. It is so small so over there. Small, yeah, like that would never happen in Vancouver. No, it would never happen, and. Ugh. <laughs> Vancouver like, sugar daddies are just like a joke. I've like now since gone off the, the site again because I met up with a couple here and they're okay, but it's just like so much fucking messaging and like leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to talk to you unless we're getting down to business. <laughs> Straight up. You know? And like that's how I feel sometimes when I'm answering my like messages for for work it's just constant texting and like if you can like if we can book an appointment within two to three messages that's all that's needed yeah i don't need to hear about your fucking day (laughs) i don't care yeah or just like hmm like coming and hawing like unless you know that you really want to see me and book me and you know the time date length like stop wasting my fucking time exactly because (laughs) i think like a lot of the guys don't realize that we get hundreds of messages yeah. And it's like just repetition every single day, yeah. right? <laughs> I need like a phone secretary to do all that for me. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, well, why don't we go back? Yeah. Sorry, that was a huge sidebar. <laughs> I just had to want to talk to you about that because it was funny. <laughs> In terms of escorting, how do you like maintain your safety? Because I know we were talking about off the pod. You're like, okay, I can't do hotel rooms anymore. Like it's getting fucking expensive. You know, it's a cost, right? So how do you ensure your safety in these situations? right because they're essentially strangers and not just your safety physically but also like from disease and all that stuff too so first of all i only like work during the day uh-huh. i will oh, not yes. work late nights i did once and it was like super scary situation so like i'll never do it again what happened oh let's so you don't want to talk about it oh yeah no it's it wasn't like that bad okay so, so scary. it was like it was like actually within like last february like when, within my first year first month of like doing this full time and like I answered a call like a for a booking 
for 2 a.m. And I'm like, I mean, I was up. Yeah. You're so awake. I'm awake already. Well. Like, might as well. And at that time, I didn't have my buzzer set up, so I had to go get them oh <laughs> from God. the front. Fuck. And I guess it was, like, naive me because, like, I've had, like, so many good experiences up till like, then that I was like, ah, nothing's gonna happen. Oh, my gosh. I'm scared. No, don't be scared. I'm scared. <laughs> so, like, I answered the door. And he was so drunk and so loud. So he's like talking so loud in it's the like main lobby. In the mm-hmm. And it's like a smaller, smaller place that, you know, people would hear. Yeah. So like I let him, I walk him to my door. And he's being so loud in the hallway. <laughs> I'm like, shh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I let him in and it's just, he's just like a drunk mess, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he gives me the payment and it's not enough. Yeah, it Fuck. is not what we discussed, right? Yeah. It was, I was shorted a lot, and he still wanted the same amount of time, and, you know, just to be safe, and I didn't want to cause any trouble, I just, okay, I'm like, okay, and I kind of just, you know, did the appointment as quickly as possible, but yeah. making it seem like he wasn't, like, rushed out, like, got his money's worth, yeah. in a way, because, yeah, it's scary. It's scary. It's scary as just a female being in that situation. You don't know what's going to happen. He's under the influence. Yeah. And I just kind of, like, you know, bit my tongue and just did it, and then, like, never saw him again, even oh though he called God. me every single day oh to come over God. again. I'm like, no, you I, made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's scary. Like, that could have turned into a really, like, potentially seriously bad situation. Yeah, so, like, I was very fortunate and lucky that it didn't turn into that but i just had to play the situation as best as i could yeah and like from that moment i'm like okay well for me i'm not a partier i enjoy wine or a couple of drinks here and there but i'm not doing that every weekend and i'm not doing any of the other party recreational drugs so for me to be with those kind of clients doesn't make sense and so i'm primarily like work during the day and maybe late as late as 10 yeah unless it's a regular then i will see you at any time of the day yeah because <laughs> <laughs> you are trusted <laughs> yeah totally do you find that like i guess since you do see people in the day you're not getting a lot of those drunk clients and stuff too oh no it's just a different you just get a different clientele high. what are your what? clients like like are they just normal people like who are they like do you have a certain demographic or they're all over the place? It's honestly like all over the place. Like I'll have younger guys in their early 20s and yeah. then I'll have like older gentlemen. Like, And it's every ethnicity. I don't discriminate who I see, you know, as long as you're of age. <laughs> of age. Yes, please be legal. <laughs> Good God. You know, respectful and kind and... and I'll see you. Just, you know, be a nice person. Yeah. I'm a super nice person and I yeah. kind of want to have the same, right? So it's like, it's all over the place. Like, I can't <laughs> even, like, say who I see more often. Like, maybe, like, Middle Eastern. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I attract it. Like, I don't know. They always come to me. And there's, like, also a lot of Asian clients. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, like, when these people find you, they go on a website, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they seek you out. Like, how do you screen your clients? This is always a big question for people on the podcast. Like, how do you screen them? How can you tell that they're safe? Like, do you reference checks and stuff too? Because I've had another escort, Serena, who's on the site too. And yeah, she's, she's had some similar experiences too. But I just want to see like how yours differ, if it differs. Well, I think like every girl has their type of screening. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's, you know, taking deposits or checking references or... I don't know, ID checks sometimes. Like, honestly, I kind of, like, I first go off by what vibe I get through messages. And if they seem very normal, then I'm like, okay, I won't do, like, much screening. Or, like, I'll check their number on WhatsApp. Like, Mm -hmm. let me see what they look like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's a good tip. Yeah, that's a tip. (laughs) I used to be able to check numbers on Facebook Messenger and then get their profiles. But for whatever reason... Is it gone now? Yeah, I can't do that. That's so annoying. But that was like a different way of being like, okay, like if I got a bad vibe, be like, oh, he's he's totally normal. I'm just freaking out. (laughs) Um, What do you mean by bad vibe though? It's just like a gut feeling or like... Gut feeling in the way that like now I know if someone's going to be a time waster. Ah. Just the way they're messaging, like if they're like right away demanding an address, you know? like that's a red flag. Red flag that I learned, you know, at the beginning, I didn't know, right? Yeah, you don't know the stuff. I would give an address and then they never show up. I'm like, huh, okay. And then you can't catch on. So like people that demand address, like they'll be like, okay, send me a deposit or send me a selfie. 
so I kind of like have those as like my screening and of course like longer dates I'll ask a little bit more maybe like like a work reference LinkedIn profile because for a longer date that's kind of a little bit scarier especially if they're coming over um, that's commitment too <laughs> but like to the most part I trust my gut and every time I didn't trust my gut that's when I got a shitty customer <laughs> <laughs> so it is yeah definitely like a big gut feeling thing yeah are you represented by like an agency or anything, or is it all independent? I'm all independent. Wow. I've been with an agency. Yeah, I did everything on my own. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god, and that's so scary too, because then you don't know like when you're starting out, you don't know these situations that you can be in and yeah, stuff too. Yeah. So I was lucky that when I first started out, I had my my friend to kind of like ask questions about and like, yeah, kind of like get their feedback. Or what do you think about this? Or like what should I charge? And like this and that, right? right. So it was helpful that I knew someone in the industry to kind of like guide you a little bit absolutely. in a certain way. Because it's if you don't have that, then you can get into some pretty scary situations, right? Yeah. Have you been in any like scary situations? I mean, besides other, that time. <laughs> other than that, there was only one other, and it was someone in North Van that wanted an out call. Okay, so and you I, go there. Out calls when you go out. Yes, to their out place. call is me going to them. Okay. So I have been burned by the North Vancouver guys. I don't know why. <laughs> guys, plural. So it's just a North Van. They okay, just, there was suck. two. There was two. Okay. Yes. <laughs> they just <laughs> and, and they they suck. So <laughs> elaborate, please. <laughs> so I had two situations where a guy. I will not call him a gentleman because they were not. Uh-huh. A guy books me for an out call for me to come to their home. Yeah. And provide me the address, and then I head over. And I'm right. like, that's like a 35-minute drive. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, like, close. And I'd show up to the area, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, where is this condo? Like, I don't see it. And then they would not answer. What so it's like fuck? It was like a total waste of time. And Literally. who knows? They could be, like, like, up in a different building, looking down, laughing, right? Yeah. So from that moment, I was like, hell no. I'm doing deposits every time yeah. for an out call. Because... Like, here I am being honest, I'm going out to you, and you're just wasting my time. Yeah. Like, I'm not wasting your time. Yeah. That's so frustrating. A guy messages me Saturday morning. Okay. Can you please come to North Vancouver right now? Right now. It's always now. (laughs) It is always now. And then, but the words North Vancouver, like, piss me off. (laughs) You're like... And I'm like... You're like a stigma there. <laughs> it's a trigger. <laughs> it is a total no. trigger. I'm like, of course, but I will need a deposit. So he's like, no problem. And he sends me an email. And I quickly check. And it was like my donation plus $100. I'm like, oh, sweet. Okay, cool. This guy is like super awesome already, right? Yeah. Send me full donation, blah, blah, blah. And so I quickly get ready and head over there. And... I have to park underground because there's like no parking in their van <laughs> like yeah, <there> ever <laughs> <laughs> so whatever he lets me in i park i go up and then i'm like hey let's let's just take care of the money and um i open the email and yeah i wasn't a deposit i think i asked for a deposit but he just sent me the whole thing he's like okay. so I, I just i was assured like okay you already sent me the money no problem right just give yeah. me the passport in person uh-oh, I'm scared. So, I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's get through, like, the donation first, and we don't have to talk about it. And yeah. I pull up the email, and I just, and I'm like, wait a second, like, where's the, click, click the bank account to deposit it, right? Yeah. It just says, like, so-and-so sent you this amount of money. And I'm just like, oh, I think something's wrong with this e-transfer email, like, yeah. can you send it again, right? And he's like, oh, I'm having some issues with my bank. No. I'm like okay I'm like super awkward yeah super awkward so i'm like okay and like and then like i'm like, okay well just show me that you sent it oh my phone's turned off now let me turn it back on so it's oh just a bunch of like God. like and i'm why like here i am for like 20 minutes like awkward. trying to figure out like this whole like donation like yeah it's super awkward. I don't want to talk about it. It just ruins the experience, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Like, Put a damper you... on the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So I'm like looking at this email more. I'm like, this is so bizarre. I look at the sender email and it was his Hotmail account. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why didn't it not come from a bank? Yeah. And like within the email, it says view and browser little button. So I click on it and it pulls up saying the money, the $5 you sent to Josephine was deposited. What I'm like, fuck? I'm like, what 
So I'm like, here, I'm just silent. I'm just, yeah. I'm letting him play with his phone. And I'm like, this guy totally faked an email. Yeah. And forwarded it to me. Who the fuck has time for that shit? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? So like, imagine oh like a girl that has no experience in this industry gets this email that has way more money than she asked for. Yeah. Oh, that's so scary. Like, it was a $500 e-transfer. Yeah. And I'm just imagine, like, you would pull that my bank account is not working or whatever. The app is in maintenance. Go on with the date. Yeah. And then after, be fucked. Totally. Oh, my gosh. It's so terrifying. How did you get out of that situation? So, like, at this point, I am so furious and yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. Because you're in this guy's house. I'm in this guy's condo. My car's in his garage oh downstairs. God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, how do I get out of this situation? And I just said, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go go for a walk. And um, once I get the email, I'll come back. Oh, my God. And lucky. And I'm trying, to, I'm trying to act like everything's okay. Yeah. I did not see that you just screwed me over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to, like, play it cool. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, my fear was, like, who's going to pop out of whatever room right now? Yeah. That's terrifying. And then, like, and he knew what he did. Yeah. So I'm just, like, acting super normal. And he's like, well, okay, I have to go down with you to the car. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to yeah. go walk outside and go through where the cars go and, and you're going to buzz me in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I got like out of there so fast. Holy and like God. my heart was beating because like that was like super scary. That is super scary. And, um, and then I got so mad at him over text. <laughs> I'm like, that's like super not cool to yeah. just like scam a girl like that. He's like, I didn't scam you. I'm not a liar. And then I screenshot that. That email. <laughs> no response after that. Yeah. So like I have just been, honey. I have yeah. been burned by North Vancouver guys, and like and I'm no just, more, no more. <laughs> Don't cross the bridge. <laughs> well, since we're on the topic of like fun clients and things you've done, so I know you mentioned here in your notes date clients. You know you've recognized more people have recognized you, or you've recognized them, and you want to talk about that? <laughs> your fun little stories here. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> Recognizing clients. That happens too often. <laughs> and it happens a lot when I first started because at that time I was still on dating websites. So I used like my same phone at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was like using like, a texting app for my work number. So I had every single contact saved. Yeah. And then I started getting like on my work number, like contacts texting me that have already a name. I'm like, what? Michael. Michael, how do I know you, Michael? Like, and he's asking me for an appointment. Michael, Michael, Michael. And I go back to like my text messages, my personal text messages. I'm like, Michael! Oh, Michael from Tinder! Oh, Oh. and this was happening so much. Like, every guy that I exchanged numbers with messaged my ad. Oh my god. So, like, I don't know if they recognize me or if they, you know, just like the more voluptuous girl. But like I was like, oh my god, I cannot be on these dating sites anymore. Yeah, you're like, I can't. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like delete, 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 delete. <laughs> and it actually happened that a guy I ghosted. I hope you're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> there was a guy like before I started this. Yeah, yeah. That I went on a date with, and he was super nice. Yeah. And like, but you know what? We just had nothing in common. Yeah, that's cool. That's you know normal. normal. <laughs> <laughs> he he was really infatuated with me, really infatuated, and um, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I was too nice to be, to like reject him. <laughs> so I kind of like slowly started talking to him less and yeah. less and less. Yep, and like he would like Snapchat me and text me all the time. So I'm like working one of those random weekends, like when I first like dipped my toes in. Yeah, uh, with one of my friends, and she had a client, so I'm just like sitting in the car on my phone I'm like okay let me just message this guy like I can't I'm so mean ghosting so I say hi whatever yeah and talk and then she finished the client I go in to go get ready and the guy was already here I was like almost ready I'm like hey can you just open the door let him in because at that point we're just like okay we would stay together until the client was in and then yeah they leave just safety wise because we're we're at a hotel and this is like Fraser Valley so (laughs) (laughs) so he comes in through the door I peek out from the opposite end and guess who it was the guy that i ghosted that i just snapchat like 20 minutes prior you kidding me i'm not kidding you (laughs) 
And and we both stare at each other with like total shock. We're like, no, th- this is not happening. What? And my friend, she's like, what? Like, do you guys know each other? Like, come on in. And oh he's like, yup, we dated or we went on a date. And I'm just like, I have nothing to say. I'm like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? <laughs> Did you go through with it? <laughs> no. My, but my friend, she's like, oh my God, what happened? He's so cute and so nice. Like, wh- why didn't you go on another date with him? Oh my god! And he's like, Cringing. yeah. Why didn't you go on another date with me? And just like making things so awkward, awkward. like not helping the situation. And, like, my friend's like, which one was he? Oh my god! Stop. What? Which? Which? Which was the date? Girl, stop. Like, like, yeah, exactly. Stop, like, stop talking. You're making things so much worse. <laughs> and it was just so awkward. And like, I'm trying to like laugh about it. Like, oh my yeah. god, this is so funny. But oh my god. Like, like at least at least like, we were both embarrassed because you booked me as an escort not knowing yeah. and then here's you booking an escort. So like we know each other's dirty secret. So <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, I don't really think that we should go through this. Yeah. I mean, if you want, we can, but but no. You do not have to cuz this is really awkward now. Yeah. And I kind of like agreed to go on like a like a little like a civilian pity, date with a him. Pity date. <laughs> yeah, it was a pity date. <laughs> Definitely a pity date. <laughs> it was a pity date. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of like you know laughed about it through text that night, and then I went on this pity date, and he totally made me cry at dinner. What? Because he was mentioning like I don't know why you're doing this escorting oh, thing God. if it's for the money or blah blah. The shaming blah. you. The shaming. Oh, and like it just broke me down because it wasn't like. At that time, yeah, the money is cool and everything, but it's just like, just something fun to do. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, I just didn't like the shaming and like, there's so much of it. A lot. And like, I don't think, totally off topic, but not really. I really hate when clients bring that up. Like, why are you doing this? You're too pretty to do this. You're too smart to do this. Like they think um, they can try to save you or something. It's, no, yeah, I chose like, to be here. Do you do anything else? Like, do you have a real job? Oh my god, like, <laughs> I hate that. I hate it too. Cause like, first of all, it's none of your business. Like, yeah. Why are you hiring an escort then? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the irony. So yeah, I just I was being shamed at dinner. And Not just, cool. Like, I broke down because first of all, I did this pity date for you. Yeah, and now you make me I, feel like shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> and like, you totally made me cry, and I'm like trying to like rub it off. Like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And he's like, Do you want to come over now? And I'm like, oh, I really want to say no. But again, I feel guilty. Oh my god. That like I, <laughs> I ghosted you. So I come over, and then he got free sex from me. Ah, uh, damn it! You know, we're human. It happens sometimes. That's a, It happens. <laughs> but after that, it was like an immediate block. Like, yeah. I'm never talking to you again. Done. I wish I never went out with you tonight because... <laughs> Girl, we all got burned that way. Yeah, and so like, since I'm not dating, I get so many offers from clients all the time. Yes. They're like, oh, I wish you were my girl. Like, oh, do you date? Are you dating? Do you have a boyfriend? <sighs> Yeah, usually I don't take it, but like there was this one guy I did an out call to, and he was like totally my type. He was so tall, and <laughs> handsome, and like well dressed, and I was like, oh, babe, a total babe. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I get to fuck these babes for money. <laughs> like, Yay! Oh my god, honestly, way better than dating. So whenever we have our fun, our booking, I leave. And then he messages me a couple days later saying he, like, had so much fun with me and he would like to take me on a real date. Oh, okay. And I was kind of excited because I thought he was so attractive and so nice. I'm like, okay, let me try it out. And we went on a date and it was fantastic. But the shaming thing happened again. Again? What the fuck? Where it was kind of like, he was, like, asking me questions about, like, how often do I work? and this and that and like I kind of brushed it off like oh no I have another job I just do this whatever randomly for fun Mm -hmm. and I was kind of like making it seem like you're minimizing it I'm totally minimizing it I'm like oh no and then you'd ask me about my day and then here I am lying about it I'm like oh it was so stressful at work so not comfortable yeah I had to hit all my sales and blah 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 just like (laughs) lying meanwhile like yeah you know I was (laughs) doing my escort life yeah, like totally so yeah and it just like 
we dated for like a month and then like thinking like I can't be true to myself and I'm like is this worth it like do I really like him enough to like miss out on my clients yeah and, like making money and like then like <laughs> he's getting free sex <laughs> no and I'm like is this even gonna go further yeah. so like I ended it I hung out with a client and like and I was like strictly making it like seem like this is for friendship purposes yeah like like yeah I'll hang out with you as friends because we had some like common interests and then he's like trying to like make it seem like when we're together like I want a relationship with you and this and that and making things awkward and I'm just like why am I doing this but you know what I miss a relationship aspect so and like since I can't really be on the dating websites because I get recognized (laughs) or like you know what I mean like yeah it's tricky I'm like let me complicate things a little bit (laughs) yeah I'm like let me try the client so like after a few times where it just didn't work out I'm like (laughs) never mind I don't know and like even last night I had like another like super cool guy yeah He's like, I wish, like, I would love you as my girl. I'm like, stop it, because yeah, I would totally it go stop. for it. But, like, it's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Well, tying back into the whole shame theme, it's just not a comfortable conversation. And then, as you mentioned earlier, there's, like, another layer of shame, of course, like, with your body, too. Yeah. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah. Just so being like, a plus-size girl? Yeah, the, there's... I never got any shame of my size from clients. Good. They like, I'm like worshipped and adored as a goddess. Like, <laughs> they make me feel like so good and like not feel insecure at all. Like, they love every single part of me. So that totally builds my confidence. But the shaming and the insults come from guys who I reject. Okay. So whether it's like, it's mostly their messages because they don't get past that yeah but like as soon as i kind of say no we're not a good fit you know based on like what they're asking for or how they're communicating in text then they start like oh well anyway you're a fat pig anyways blah oh blah blah who want to fuck this fat piece of shit and blah oh blah blah God. and like you're so ugly and you just you then that you get all the fat yeah comments. like comments and I'm just like, well, first of all, like, yeah, I'm fat. Like, <laughs> I advertise myself as a bigger girl. And you are the one who was messaging this fat girl to hook up with. So, like, hmm. It's what just because you were rejected. Yeah. And that, you know what? That happens with every girl. It doesn't matter what size. Like, yeah. it can be so skinny and still be called fat. Yeah, fat or, like, ugly or something to do with your looks. Like, totally. What's up with that? It's so, like, do you not have, an like, a comeback or anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's so sad. They're so quick to insult once rejected. They so can't just, handle it. No, they can't. <laughs> so, like, other than that... Does that affect you at all? Them hiding behind their text, insulting me? Yeah, or any of like those like comments linked with your body. Right now, at this time, no. No, yeah, it doesn't strike me. No, I mean, probably, if, I can't recall if I got anything, but like when I was when I first starting, I was more insecure than how I am now. So yeah, because you seem pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, I I am. It's funny, I, like just recently I was talking to my clients that like, I feel pretty confident. And, like, I think this line of work for that. Totally. Totally. 100%. Yeah. But, like, at the beginning, I probably would have been, like, yeah. (laughs) Super affected. Yeah. Because it's just, it's hurtful. Like, like growing up from a young age, you have this, like, this body image everyone puts out that you need to be looking this one way. Yeah. And, like, now it's kind of starting to, like, broaden a bit. Yeah. But... It's still like now you gotta look like the Instagram models. Like, <laughs> I know. How fuck. do you like with all their fucking like Facetune and filters and all stuff? Like no one looks real anymore, guys. No filters <laughs> and fillers. Yeah, all the things, right? <laughs> and like now I realize, not that I realize now, like I realized a bit like with my last relationship because it was like you know really attractive guy. Well, I thought was attractive who loved a curvy woman and I didn't understand it because my first relationship kind of got shamed about gaining weight. Oh, wow. And, like, and I kind of felt uncomfortable with that and I'm sure like a lot of women deal with that in their relationship. And, you know, in that first relationship, I was like, okay, I gotta be skinny. I have to be. Like, no one's gonna want me. And then I find this other guy that liked exactly who I was. Yeah. 
So that kind of opened my eyes like, okay, I guess there are guys like this. And then when we started swinging, oh, there's more guys that like this? <laughs> that like my curves and like my jiggle and my fat and just like being bigger. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, like honestly, guys, like all types, all sizes, all colors and shapes. And yeah, there's like honestly a girl out there for everyone. Everyone, yeah. And I think- You just gotta any- own it. Exactly. Own it, it, guys. It's all about the confidence and owning it. And I think if you have that, any girl can be successful For in sure. this industry if you want to be in it. <laughs> Which is a great choice. <laughs> I guess with that, why don't we go into some Q&A? Sure. There's a few questions here. So what are some ways to keep your spirits up during like a lull season, a.k.a. January? January. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, now I'm like... This is my first January working. Right. So, well, like, full-time. Now I have, like, a couple of girlfriends that I've met that in this industry. So we vent a lot to each other. are <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, my phone's slow. Like, me too. And, like, we just kind of, like, keep each other motivated to keep working. Yeah. I don't know what else. Well, money is a good... <laughs> yeah, like, good definitely, attraction. like, I had so much fun last year. Like, I would be traveling every single month every single month i went somewhere like but i was also like healing my heart (laughs) (laughs) but i think like for sure for these law seasons you never know when that's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and it's very important that you have savings for it yes because you can never you can never guarantee when you'll make the money and how much yeah you can't leave rent to the last few days or the last week because you never know you never know exactly you could have a you can have a two thousand dollar day and then zero dollar day the next day right yeah So, so it's very important that if there's anything you're gonna do, make money and you know, have get a nice bag as yeah. a little purchase to yourself, like reward yourself, but then like really think about having some savings. Yeah, have a backup plan just in case, guys, because you never know. Yeah, you never know, right? So that's okay, good, great. <laughs> How do you deal with current social pressure and what is your position about it? Social pressure in terms of image? yeah, they, they didn't say so. It's up to you how you want to take the question. <laughs> I would assume body Um, social, body let's do, for image, body image, social pressure. I don't really listen to it anymore. Yeah. Who <laughs> gives a fuck? <laughs> like, guys have all types of, what's the word? Preferences. Preferences, and, yes. Yeah. They like all types. So, I just try to be myself mm-hmm. completely showcase everything that I have exactly how I have like I just did a recent photo shoot and a video so like you really yeah. get to see how I look like I think you shot with Bianca right I did yeah it was she's so like oh my good. god I love her so good <laughs> so yeah just own who you are be confident in terms of like being an escort as the social image I don't really tell people I do this Right. It's just something I keep to myself. I don't think everyone needs to know. Yeah, it's your business. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not comfortable with people knowing this. Right. So I have, like, you know my story of, like, what I do for work for friends and family. And, yeah. And, of course, like, people in the industry, I don't know why I do this, like yeah. you. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I maintain, like, I'm a normal, you know. <laughs> a normal muggle. <laughs> normal girl working in an office job. And, <laughs> so happens to be going on vacation a lot (laughs) um yeah I actually like I had a family member who I'm really close with asking me like how can you just go on vacation all of a sudden so much and I'm like oh she's like do you have a sugar daddy I'm like yes I have a sugar daddy (laughs) and I did actually recently tell her a couple weeks ago what I do how did she receive that it didn't face her oh (laughs) she's like girl you do you like that is awesome so it feels good like it's hard line to everyone it's very difficult especially when it comes to your family and stuff too yeah so it feels nice to have someone that i'm close with know my little secret and then i'll have to lie yeah because lying is never cool and it's not comfortable too and just doesn't feel right sometimes right no <laughs> it's like you got to keep track on what lies you're telling yeah it's true make sure your story is safe <laughs> Do you have a type? Do you prefer skinny dudes or muscular dudes? <laughs> of course someone's going to fucking ask this question. <laughs> hmm, who answered this? I don't know. Like, being a bigger girl, I prefer a guy who's, like, a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's taller or muscular or just, like, a bigger built. Yeah. So then I feel like I'm not going to crush them. <laughs> no, but, like, 
I guess, like, that's more... Ew. I mean, I've had both, right? Yeah. I've had, like, muscular, big guy, and then I've yeah. had, like, a just an average tiny guy. Yeah. Like, com- well, compared to, like, me. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I, like... If it's one thing, they have to be taller than me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But, like, height is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm open. <laughs> Are there any positions that you can't do or find hard? This is a porn star question. Like, what the fuck? huh well i offer a pretty vanilla kind of girlfriend experience Mm -hmm. so it's just like the standard positions which i can easily do i guess there are some that i can't do like well the different experiences too because like with the episode with serena she had like the girlfriend experience with the porn star experience like this that like yeah so so i don't i don't do any porn star experience it's just like strictly girlfriend yeah but like it's not so much about my size about what positions i can't do it's also like right. like what are the guys equipped with you yeah know what I mean? seriously like, thank you thank you <laughs> like if they're on a, like a smaller end um, <laughs> you know maybe doggy won't work yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um i guess like a lot of guys see what i'm equipped with so then yeah they come with fairly sized um yeah oh that so cute. like I, I i honestly i don't like i rarely come to a time that like if they suggest something, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. And if it and if it doesn't, I just like say something else. Like no big yeah. deal, right? And I'm sure it happens be, with anyone. Yeah, and you want to to be as pleasurable as it is for them, but yeah. also for you too. But also right? comfortable to be. Yeah. In. <laughs> it, it's so funny. I'm writing an article right now. Okay. And that's one of the questions I got ah. too. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, there's it's just a lot of factors involved. So. Yeah, but thank you for asking that. (laughs) And lastly, does dick size matter? Oh, gosh. (laughs) I have have comments on this. (laughs) Um, No, no, it doesn't. It's about how you use it. Exactly. Yeah, it's about how you use it, guys. (laughs) Like, I see all, I will not discriminate on your size. Like, come see me, we'll have fun. We'll have fun. There you go, (laughs) find out. And on that note, where can we find you? Oh, yeah. So my only social media is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And my um, handle is Karina Riviera. And you can also find me on my website, KarinaRiviera.com. Perfect. And we'll plug this all underneath in the podcast bio. But thank you so much for coming on this show Thank you today. so much for having me. This so is so fun. fun. <laughs> I'm so glad. You were so nervous. When I, I was like, so, I was so nervous. Scared. No, but you did a great job, and I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for today. Thanks for listening to Strip by Sia. Don't forget to follow, rate, like, and review, and subscribe, and all things. <laughs> I said that in a different way this time. <laughs> and uh, Strip by Sia on Instagram, and Sia Steph is my personal. So we'll catch you guys in for another fun episode next Sunday. Stay tuned, and peace. Music by Ted D, photography by Ian Davern, and graphics by